a mighty fancy automobile. Oh, she's a real road king, all right. Zero to 60 in 7.5. She'll do a quarter of a mile, 13.40. 390 horsepower. 500 foot-pounds of torque. Whatever that is, performance and image, that's what it's all about. There's no such thing as a stupid question. This is Drive Radio. All of your automotive questions are just one phone call away. 303-477-5600. Drive Radio is made possible by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers. To find one near you, go to drive-radio.com. Now, Drive Radio on KLZ 560. And we're back. You're listening to Drive Radio. We got Ken Rackley here from Tune Tech and Paul Lewenberger from American National. National. I'm trying to find. I'm getting to it. National Insurance. And I do his insurance. insurance. Yeah, you do my insurance. Yeah. I, I just, just struggle. There's just some days you just struggle with things. You know, yeah, yeah. I just can't help it. I, more it's and the more frequent nowadays. Yeah, yeah. It's a good thing I got out of the business. <laughs> Let's go to Conrad from Evergreen. How you doing, Conrad? Hey, guys. Good hearing your show again today. Prayers out for John's brother and John, and I hope everything works out for them. But uh, uh, reason I got two reasons I'm calling today besides that is because the gentleman's looking for a roadrunner. Maybe somebody else mentioned it, but yep. Cars Remember wins the shop out on South Santa Fe. It could be a, I know they could help him out. That's the one I was thinking of yep. on Santa Fe. And Ox, not Ox, is it Oxford? I think so, yeah. Or I Oxford had Marino worked on over there. They're, they're an awesome shop. They're, I mean, they sell cars. You know, they do everything. They restore. They uh, fix, do repairs. They sell cars. They're, they're brokers. And they're, they're awesome. So you might check them out. All anyway, right. the que- question I have is my, you know, I got that 76 Starsky and that's Grand Torino with the 460 engine. And when it's sitting in the garage, we, you know, when I got it up here in Evergreen, it's like it, it puts off a gasoline odor that's kind of irritating my wife. And I try to explain to her that that's just, you know, because it's an older car and that they vent through the gas tank. Now it used to have the, uh, the, uh, charcoal canister hooked up to collect that gas. I was wondering if there's something I can do to eliminate this problem I've got, or what do you, is that just something you have to live with? Probably something you're going to have to live with. Do you get it out much on the highway and stuff, or? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, when we're up here, I take it to car shows and stuff. And sure. Drive around up here. Okay, because, like, as you're on the highway driving that vehicle that's when it's purging that canister so it's pulling all those all the fumes that it can out of the canister that it's stored so mm-hmm. uh, you know does it i mean do you smell that like out of the gas tank or is there i mean the fuel pump's not dripping or anything like that right no there's there's no leaks we've checked everything there was a the front plate it's got a holly 770 street avenger carburetor on it and it was leaking a little bit there and we we tightened that up i just took a a screwdriver and, and snug sure. it up a little bit and uh it's like i said it, i've been told by some other people just because they, they vent through the gas tank now it, it that like i said we, we put a metal brock manifold in that 770 carburetor on there so it, it doesn't have have that uh charcoal canister i don't think it's actually doing its job anymore oh. so if there's some way i can figure out how to hook that up would that eliminate that gas problem that that odor do you think it, it might not eliminate it but it could sure reduce it if that canister is full you know, it's just going to vent. So, uh-huh. yeah, so if you can get ported vacuum on that 
from somewhere. I mean, you know, see how the vacuum routing goes. I mean, it doesn't hurt anything to have. It doesn't decrease performance or anything to have that connected. It's actually a good, right. good system to have. Um, yeah, I, I like that. I like to have it working too. But I don't know why we when we put that on there. We did, my my, mechan- my buddy and I we didn't hook that back up. But yeah. I'll we will have to have somebody try and figure out how to fix that. Maybe maybe cars remember when could figure it out too. Yeah, possibly. And I mean, yeah, because there's not much to that system. I don't think. I mean, there's like three or four vacuum lines. One one big one that does your purge, and that goes usually to your PCV, and then you've got one that goes to. Uh, uh, Venturi vacuum and, and things like that anyway, but reported vacuum. Right. And, um, so just telling it when to, when to purge. So uh, I would get oh, that oh, hooked Herzog, back up and my, see what happens. Yeah. My, my, my buddy, Jim Herzog, he's my, my buddy and mechanic up in Sterling. And, and when we disconnected it so that, that, that carburetor wasn't set up for that, uh, hooking that up and maybe there's some way we can figure out a way to do that. I don't know, but should uh, be. I'll, I'll check with those guys and see what we can do. I would. Yeah. I would check with. Have you ever heard of Brad Argood? No. He's got a good shop over off Seventy Second in Washington, and if you look him up, it's R G R G O O D S. He does paint work too, right? Yeah, he does it all. He's he knows the yeah. ins and outs of a lot of stuff. I would reach out to Brad and talk to him about it too. Okay, he, he fixed Gloria's motorcycle, and she had a chip on her on her uh, rear fender on her Harley. So yeah, I'll, I'll, I've got his card, so I'll check with them too. All right. Yeah. Well, you, you tell John we're thinking about him and his brother. Okay, and you guys have a great day. Good you too. Good Good. Thanks, Thanks for the call. All right. With that, we got three lines open: three zero three four seven seven fifty six hundred. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I've been doing some research on this as you guys have been talking and stuff. It says exemptions are vehicles that are seven model years older, old and newer, vehicles in their off-year cycle, vehicles require an inspection every other year. Right. All electric vehicles. That's the, you know. Yeah. Collector-plated vehicles, model year 1975 and older. Okay. So, okay. Th- yeah. Yeah. So. And then I know the other ones, are, they say a two-stage test. It's the idle test. But then, then again, and and when I went to the website for Colorado, it says, yeah, 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 it says different. So right, it says, and then it's this one says go to Air Care Colorado, but I could not find this information in there. And then it says, of course, horseless carriages, street rods, and kit cars don't need emission tests. I know the horseless carriage are are big, and a lot of the guys like them. And those you can only get that off of Twentieth and Pierce. Uh-huh. Over in Lakewood, there's only one place in Colorado that like certifies the horse. The horses. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. And this says street rods. Well, consider what's a street rod. Probably something that's home built. Yeah. I would imagine. Yeah. Yeah. You think they'd give more clarification on it, but that's why you know people ask us questions and we don't always have the answers You're because right. everything changes. Yeah. The state of Colorado will change everything all the time. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So. When there's so many, um, you know, so many different things that go on during the year that they, you know, figure out as time goes on with these different vehicles that, you know, that we get updated on and stuff. Well, we used to before, yeah. before everything shut down and stuff. Yeah. But, but I noticed, you know, even before I sold, 
there was a lot of a lot of the emission stuff was going away. I mean, we didn't right. have the emission problems that we do. Oh, right, exactly. Well, uh, the fleet is getting newer. Well, yes. I mean, it's still yeah. an old, you know, there's still a lot of old vehicles, but, but they're... The even the old vehicles old, are clean. The, yeah, old vehicles are, yeah, Cleaner. exactly. Yeah. So anything, you figure anything built 96 and and later, or, you know, or newer than 96... Are pretty clean. Are, are pretty clean, yeah, yeah. exactly. I mean, you used to follow a car down the road and you'd see a lot of smoke coming out of it right. and stuff. You don't see that anymore. No, exactly. Almost, every once in a while you'll see one. But. Well, and if, if they smoke, they will, will not pass emissions no matter what if they smoke. But, you know, if that fails in the lane, then it does. But Right. Yeah. So when we started out, I asked you, what is your number one failures that you see? And you said, depends on the vehicle. Right. Depends on the type of year. Yep. What else do you see? You know, like... Like some of the stuff we see on the Chevy Cruze uh, and the Cruze. So I'm going to say Cruze, Sonic, everything built in Korea. Those vehicles, the power plants were all built in Korea. They're a Daewoo system. They're all plastic cooling systems. And oh, yeah. every thermostat housing, every, uh, it's, it's called a coolant junction or coolant block, yeah. they all leak. Like the Fords had on the Focus. You're right. Yeah. yeah. Same, 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 same type thing. setup. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And, you it's know, plastic so and it gets replaced with a whole nother plastic piece. And you're right. Yeah. It's just on, ongoing. Last? Yeah. The yeah. 30 or 40,000 miles. And then you Here do we go again. again. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And, you know, that's one of the things there. Um, what have we seen? Um, you know, well, and some of the imports, you know, we'll see brakes wearing out at 20 or 30,000 miles. You know, the, the SUVs and yeah. stuff like that. Uh, not so much on the domestic. And you don't hear the squeaking like we used to hear all the time. No, not so much with the new the new rotors, rotors and the new uh, composition and the brake pads, yeah. the ceramic and the uh, yeah. things like that yeah. really make a difference and a lot less dust and st stuff like that, too. Uh, what You know, it's just so many things that we, you know, you work on a gamut of cars, so it's like, yeah. you know, we... It's funny, too, when one car comes in with a problem that, you know, maybe it took a little extra diagnosing or, you know, you figure it out and it's like, oh, okay, well, at least we know that for the next time. Yeah. You know, it seems like within a two, you know, two or three week period, you might see three or four of those and then Nothing. might not ever see them again. Right. <laughs> so. Yeah, it's strange. <laughs> yeah. It is strange. But. So I was looking up, too, and it says that, uh, this is Forbes, said the top 15 vehicles that run the longest. That oh. had, you know, they can go the longest. And the top one was Toyota Tacoma was the number 15. Okay. And then the Lincoln Navigator was number 14. I found that odd. That, yeah. Because, yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> who, who who wrote that? Forbes. <laughs> Forbes magazine. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, and so we had. Uh, I think uh, Toyota had a play in it because. Yeah. <laughs> you should see all the Toyotas. Who 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 funded that research? <laughs> yeah, yeah, because Toyota Avalon yeah. was thirteen. Okay, and then Honda Odyssey was twelve. They they, I find that hard to believe I, too. The, with the transmissions in the Odysseys, yeah, I the, find that hard to believe. But yeah, and then uh, eleven was Toyota Tundra. See what I'm saying? Okay, and yeah. the Honda Ridgeline. That one surprised me. I, I test drove one a long time ago, and it was miserable. Yeah. Yeah. Like it well, was just you felt everything in the road, and you had no pickup space. Yeah. yeah. Uh, right. Well, yeah. this one That's, I do believe uh, is, is a good one was the GMC Yukon. Okay. Yeah. Well, we've got 
well, Yukon or yeah, yeah whatever. But Tahoe. yeah, Tahoe Suburban, whatever. Yep, they yeah. have them in here again. We bought our. I mean, it, it's only got three hundred thousand miles on it now. Yeah, but it's still the original tra- engine yeah. and stuff. Transmission had been done, but yeah, yeah but still on the road. My daughter right. still drives it every day. So, so again, we got number eight Toyota Forerunner. Okay. Um, I did have a CRV in this week, or it came in last week, and. It had 480 on it, a Honda CRV. Yeah. And he he drives it back and forth to Albuquerque. He picked it up from our shop and was on his way back to Albuquerque. Wow. Hmm. Yeah. What year was it? Uh, 2006. Wow. Something like that. Yeah. And um, so, I but, you know, some of those 400 plus, they kind of stick in your mind, you know. It's right. like, wow, that's, you know, that's a lot. Yeah, I'll continue listening yeah. on a minute because we got to take a break. So you're listening to Drive Radio on KLZ 560. At Napa Auto Parts, we've been the most trusted name in auto parts for over 80 years. Probably because we've never stopped looking for ways to make the great parts we sell even better. It's a commitment to quality you'll find in every one of our 310,000 parts. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters to the patented damping mechanism on our drive-align belt tensioners to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes. And Napa parts are covered by a warranty that's good at any of our 6,000 Napa auto parts stores nationwide. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store. But at Napa, we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. To find the Napa auto parts store nearest you, go to NapaOnline.com. Napa. Get the good stuff. With over 125 locations in Colorado, southern Wyoming, and western Nebraska, there's only one place to get the good stuff. Napa Auto Parts. Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance offers a rebate program unlike any other. Every year that you don't file a claim, you get a certain percentage of your money back. Just one example of how Paul Lewinberger, the personal insurance agent of John Rush, keeps your rates so low. He rewards his customers for their diligence and responsibility. Paul can also help you strategize about when to file a claim and when to pay out of pocket so you save more money in the long run. You don't want to shop online for insurance because you have no idea what you're buying. You need Paul Lewinberger with American National, the no surprises insurance agent. Call 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. And ask Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance for details about his unique rebate program for home and auto insurance. Talk to somebody with the expertise to advise you so you get the coverage you expect. If your engine doesn't leak oil, but you have to add to it between oil changes, where does the oil go? The problem occurs when piston rings clog with carbon and then allow oil to blow by the pistons and burn in combustion chambers. The best service shops use a BG product that cleans the engine in just 15 minutes. Find a shop with BG products at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. It will protect your engine and your pocketbook. Find a shop now. Go to findashop.com. Okay, we're back. We kind of changed our list a little bit, but I better finish up the one, the Forbes. (laughs) Um, I was at the GMC Yukon, and then they said the Toyota 4Runner was the next one. And I see, I can see the Toyota Forerunner. That'd be a good yeah, one. Yeah. But then it goes to the GMC Yukon XL, suburban. Yeah. And then this the Chevy Tahoe next. Okay. 
which is weird. They have all four, kind of right there. And then their Toyola, Toyota Highlander hybrid. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah. And then it goes to the Chevy Suburban again. And then it goes to Ford Expedition. Okay. I don't know about that one. Yeah. I, I don't know. I haven't. There's no Ford Explorer. I mean, Exploder. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and then it says the top two are the Toyota Sequoia. And then the top number one was the Toyota Land Cruiser. Huh. And those ran the longest? Yes. That's what they were saying. So with the most miles. Yeah, they would go the long, yeah, would get <laughs> the most miles and stuff. Huh. But I think any car can nowadays. I mean, my sister had a Jimmy that had 450,000 miles until she hit a cow, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And she pretty much totaled it at that point. Right. And I had just put a new condenser and radiator in because she hit a deer oh, before yeah. that. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. She needed, a, you needed she to just, add a bumper guard in there, She didn't even get huh? home. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. And a bumper cover and a bumper and everything. Right, yeah. Right. Did, I, did I ever tell you that story about what I learned with – I had a client that hit a cow. You know, Colorado's a free-range state. Yeah. Right? And so – Actually, the owner of the cow could go after you right. for damages to the cow, but you can't go after the owner for damages to your car. Right. right. I never knew that till like yep. two years ago. Yeah. Well, when I sent a tow driver to get her her vehicle, I said, find that cow. <laughs> I told the driver, because he, he worked for me, I said, Mike, you got to find that cow. <laughs> Bring it home. We're having dinner. <laughs> you know. And he goes, I got there, and I couldn't find a cow, so I don't know what she hit. <laughs> I'm like, great. That's she was, she was great. going fast enough, she vaporized it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and she talked to the to the guy out there, and he said, no, I'm not missing anything. Everything's good. So who knows? Maybe she hit it, and it just totaled her car and didn't hurt it. I don't know. Uh, yeah, so we switched to cars stolen because we all know that. And by the way, let me give out their phone number, 303-477-5600. Give us a call. Um, we'd love to hear from you. But this is a list of the top vehicles that were stolen from January 1st to March 31st. And it says the Honda Civic, 97 to 2,000, 135 total thefts. And, the that's, and that's in the Denver Metro? Or yeah, in, okay. in Colorado, I put. In Colorado, okay. Yeah. And then it says the Ford F-250, 99 to 04. I had second. one of those. I had a client got his stolen. So he woke up on two days after Christmas, and there's a like a piece of junk in front, sitting in front of his house. And he's like, and he's out in gold, and he's like, why did somebody park a truck in front of my house? And they had stole that truck, parked that truck in front Got of his house. Got a newer one. Got a better one. And then took his F-250, and we never recovered it. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. At least they left a vehicle for him. <laughs> <laughs> it was bad. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and then they say the Honda Accord, that's a 95 to 97, is third. Yeah. with 104 total thefts. Because they're so easy. Yeah. And that's a good little car. They can run forever. Yeah. And then Chevy Silverado jumps in there. Uh, 2000s and 04 to 06 so it skips my 99 i like that <laughs> yeah there you go <laughs> right like they're gonna know the difference in the year you're right and i wonder why says, i wonder why though that just that range yeah 04 to 06 that's strange because they didn't change anything security wise no from 2000 to 2006 so yeah i don't know yeah f f-150 uh 95 to 98 okay and then it says an f-150 uh 2013 to 2019 huh so the early f-150s they must be stealing it for the vehicle not just for transportation yeah just because there's not a lot of those vehicles out there right you know so they have to be targeted i would imagine 
where the other ones are maybe just stolen for transportation to do other crimes maybe i don't know weird yeah who knows yeah any other news from you for did you see you said you had one well here's another one from uh nine news i don't know it says chevy silverado was number one yeah 99 to 07 I'll be back in a little bit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm going to put, I'm gonna put it on. in the garage. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. And then the Honda Civic, uh, 95 to 2000. Yeah. And then the Honda Accord, 92 to 97, which is a strange. Yeah. Um, F-250 again, 99 to 06 there. And then the GMC Sierra, 99 to 07. Yeah. Yeah. That's the same, same as same vehicle. Yeah. yeah. And then the Ford uh, F-150 is 95, 97 to 98, 11, 2011 to 2019. Hmm. Strange. Yeah. And then a Ford F-350. Oh, yeah. There you go. 99 to 06. When, you know, and like a friend of mine had his Ram stolen. Uh, it was like an 05 or something. And Yeah. That's and what they say in here, too. Rams... 1500s 98 to to 05 and then 2019 oh okay yeah and and they got his back and it was just just the shell yeah i mean wherever they found that but um it was just the shell and uh the um yeah um uh, yeah it's hard to say what but they're stealing them for parts or you know just to do other stuff but right And, yeah, we had one van that was stolen. You know, you could tell the van wasn't stolen because they wanted the van because it was all rusted out and everything like that. But they got it back, and there were a a few tools in it, but the cats were missing. So all all the catalytic – both catalytic converters were stolen off of it. And they could steal those real quick. Yeah. So we got a caller. Let's get to Dennis. How you doing, Dennis? Good, Dennis. Ken and Paul, how are you guys today? Good. How are you doing, buddy? Hey, Paul, i got a question. I bought a used Ford Ranger, and it's got secure mark stickers all over it. Um, do you guys find that those are stolen any less? Because, as I understand it, uh, most of the parts are marked or traceable. I kind of got bits and pieces of that. So I bought a oh, used Ford go. Ranger, yeah. and it has secure mark stickers all over the truck do you find that those are stolen less because the parts are more traceable so like the like it has those the markings on it like on the glass and on the fenders and and stuff like that and secure they're in and you can't see them but it's etched it's in marked. the glass is it well it's a sticker on the glass but i'm assuming that uh, most of the more important parts are marked with either a bin or some kind of a traceable number? Hmm. I don't, I, that's new. I'd, I'd have to ask around and do some research with our claims department. Yeah, because that sounds new. Okay. Is it like a swish right, mark? Yeah. Like Pardon? a swisher mark? Um, I don't know on the parts themselves. It's just advertised all over the truck that, um, you know, it's part of the Secure Mark um, program. I don't know if that would stop anybody from stealing. To be honest with you, if they want it, they're just going to go ahead and take it. 
okay. Yeah, I just uh, wondered if you had any statistics on that. Thank you, guys. Okay. Thanks, Dennis. Yeah. Um, I know years ago they used to have this thing. We did it at the dealerships where they would sandblast the VIN number into the glass. Right. Into but, the glass. And but then what happened was people found the VIN number, and then they were able to do things with that VIN number. <laughs> right. Yeah. So yeah. it's kind of crazy. Huh. Well, yeah, but yeah. I don't know what you can do on your car to protect it from getting stolen. Right. The clubs. The club is You just got to do it more. Turn. You got to do more stuff to your vehicle so it's just a, more of a hassle than to go next door to get the guy's car. Right. You know? You want the best looking car, but you don't want your car to look the best yeah. out of all the others. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's hard. It's yeah. hard. I don't know what the answer is on that. Right. So. Yeah, there's not, unfortunately, not one. All right. We're up next to a break again. Let's go ahead and take a, a, a break. And you're listening to Drive Radio on KLZ 560. Can you believe how low rates are staying? Still in the twos. Back in the 40s and the 50s, rates were in the 5 to 6% range. How much longer are you going to wait? Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. Your home has never been worth more. Take AIM to get that lower rate or shorten your term. Lower your payment and pay thousands less in interest. It's your money. Call 720-895-0500 now. Affordable interest mortgage. Locally owned and family operated since 2001. Are you ready for the future financially? Many of our clients have the ability to access their equity for 30 years without raising their payments now. This prepares them for those speed bumps of life. Ask how you can become mortgage safe too. Take AIM, 720-895-0500, where our reputation of putting you first and listening to you is unmatched in Colorado. Call 720-895-0500 now so you can focus on what's important, family. Regulated by DOOR, NMLS 298-191, equal credit lender. At Napa Auto Parts, we've been the most trusted name in auto parts for over 80 years. Probably because we've never stopped looking for ways to make the great parts we sell even better. It's a commitment to quality you'll find in every one of our 310,000 parts. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters to the patented damping mechanism on our driveline line belt tensioners to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes. And Napa parts are covered by a warranty that's good at any of our 6,000 Napa auto parts stores nationwide. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store. But at Napa, we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. To find the Napa Auto Parts store nearest you, go to NapaOnline.com. Napa, get the good stuff. With over 125 locations in Colorado, southern Wyoming, and western Nebraska, there's only one place to get the good stuff. Napa Auto Parts. JC's 4x4 has been Denver's premier Land Rover independent service facility since 2005. With all of today's latest off-road technology, JC's British and 4x4 is a Land Rover specialty shop. Not only do they service, but they will also outfit and restore your vehicle. The dedicated staff and attention to detail make JC's British your one-stop shop for your Land Rover or 4x4 adventures. JC's British and 4x4 is committed to quality and excellence, whether taking your kids to school or hitting the back roads for adventure. No matter what road 
Rover you own from the newest Discovery and Range Rover to an older Defender or Series truck, we can help you maintain, repair, or modify your vehicle. When you're tired of paying dealer prices and only given limited options, call JC's British and 4x4 to service and customize your Land Rover or 4x4. Call JC's British and 4x4 right now at 720-586-4756. That's 720-586-4756. Or go to jcbritish.com. Your next oil change could change the life of your vehicle forever. If you think that's a tall order, maybe you've been getting the wrong oil change. A BG Performance Oil Change BG. comes with a lifetime of engine and fuel system coverage and something else, peace of mind. Where do you find it? Find a shop in your neighborhood at BGFindAShop.com. That's BGFindAShop.com. Because an oil change that offers a lifetime of peace of mind is a change worth making. BG. All right, you're listening to Drive Radio uh, today, today, and um, yeah, yeah, we it's made Saturday. it. We Saturday, we made it. Yeah, don't try Half to call tomorrow. Left. Yeah, don't try <laughs> if, to call tomorrow. We're if not going to be here. Sunday, don't call. Yeah, all right, all right. So we, as we we're talking about vehicles being stolen, we we got on the subject off air here about what we can do. You know, because there's people out there driving around. They got trailers, and unlike. Paul was saying, you were saying that they, they put a Ford on the side of it or something. If or like something racing or they're advertising it. And so you're 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 advertising what's inside the trailer. Because I had one stolen years ago where the Mustang, the trailer, and the truck got stolen. And we got the truck back with GPS, but that was it. Ben, yeah. the trailer said Mustang. Or yeah. said something, uh, obviously, what might be in the enclosed trailer. Yeah. 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 No. Well, and just like you were saying with tools. Yeah. You know, yeah. You, you've got to advertisement for something of tools or what you do for a job and right well yeah because i work with a guy that does cabinetry and so if if he's mentions that he's got all this stuff in his truck and he's also got it in a trailer you got these tools in there that they just break in or steal the whole trailer and then it's it's very easy it's kind of like i always tell my wife don't leave anything out in the car that you know that shows that you're the car to break into right hide everything you know and and let the person next door to you that's leaving their door open <laughs> or, or park next to you you know and they're leaving the door open and they're leaving the purse on the on the seat let them take that one and you you know right keep yeah. your stuff hidden well the big one that we see is people leave their keys and their wallet in their car in the garage so somebody breaks into your garage yeah. and Got keys it. are right there and the wallet's right there everything's right there and they open the garage door pull out the car and it's like yeah well, right. With this rolling technology too, you know, they can hit the button and they can capture that code and then they have that code and they get in your car and steal it. So uh, you got to be careful with this. So let's go to David from Berthet. How you doing, David? Hey guys, good. I just I had one crazy thought cuz you see it and you can't drive the car off a wheel lock. You know, like uh, now I'm not talking about the steering wheel lock, but the ones when you have parking violations. The boot. Yeah, the boot. Ones. Yeah. A yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I actually saw that on a trailer in a storage facility. Yes. You know, I'm like, oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Like a trailer wheel lock. <laughs> yeah. Trailer wheel lock. Yeah. Why couldn't you get one of those for your car? Well, when yeah. you think about it, if that's on there, the guy's going to go, well, that's on that trailer, but this trailer over here doesn't have right. one. I don't have exactly. to deal with that. I can take right. this one. Yeah. It's always not not in my backyard because the other guy next to it. So. Yes. Um, and the, the the thing about the roaming, I'm going to use the wrong terminology but i think i'll communicate the idea capturing the codes what what years are we talking i know it's new to how far back is that happening right now on the uh, remote um access codes 
boy. Yeah, I don't push button start is kind of where so the the keyless operation okay. on yeah. the inside is where I would look more so to that because like on your regular key fob if it just opens the doors then you know it just it, opens it, the doors right and you still need a key to start it so yeah um, but it's the ones okay. that they don't need the key to start it they walk up you can just open it and get in and then you just push the button you don't even have to put anything in right yeah yeah exactly then you just start the car and go and those are the ones that they can steal real quick yeah they've gotten smart so with the that only, yeah the only other thing that you could do and this is dating me obviously but Ford's used to be able to, and there may have been another way, but I had a, a tachometer and a Cougar, and I'd separated the wire. I mean, I put a switch in between the, the uh, tachometer, and uh, it was a kill switch. The oh, car sure. wouldn't start no matter yeah. what you did. Yeah. yeah. So More of those you put on, the better. Be yeah, right. If they're looking to steal the vehicle or if they're just looking to get inside. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of guys have that on the older cars where they'll put it like under the driver's side bumper. Yeah, or the fender. Yep, just some type of kill switch. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah I had mine inside the car. I had to reach all the way over to the dr passenger side to turn the switch on. It was so nobody had figured out you'd be digging through the car, going, "Where is the?" You couldn't find it. Right. You just had your hand in the right place. So well, I guess back to the old way of doing things is probably the best bet. Maybe. Yeah, as disable as it so it can't be driven yeah. off. Yeah, yeah and it, that happened accidentally. Some people go, well. I don't want to buy a new ignition switch. I'm going to put on this other toggle switch over here and flip it on, then I can get a fuel pump going, <laughs> right. you know, or something. And then you're like over there trying to start it, and you got to, well, why isn't this thing not starting? And then you flip the switch and right. fires right up. Yeah. And those are just because that's we were cheap. That's a great idea. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's, and that's easy to do still today. We can yeah. still do it. Yeah. On these cars. That's right. Smart idea. All right. Yeah. Well, thanks. May I, may I share one other deterrent? Sure. Yeah. Sure, you bet. Not having enough gas in the car. I had one of those 90, I had a 95 or 96 Accord stolen out of my driveway. My wife came out and said, honey, where'd you park the car? I go, well, where I always park it. And all it had was the uh, side door panel, little plate had been pried off. And the only reason they even recovered it, because it ran out of gas five miles away. <laughs> that was it. But they destroyed it. Yeah, totally right. destroyed the car. Oh, in a matter of That's the hours. problem when they steal these cars; they just strip them out. Yeah, a lot exactly. of times. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so thank y'all. That's good. Good. So I, I think my wife's car will never Appreciate get stolen. Thanks, David. Thanks, David. I feel like every time I jump into my wife's car, it's always on E, and I'm like, really? Yeah. <laughs> so she's, she's preventing it from being stolen. <laughs> she's doing you a favor. <laughs> All right, we got two lines open: three zero three four seven seven fifty six hundred. Dave from Centennial. How you doing, Dave? got a question for you i replaced the tires uh, i've got a 2019 camry i replaced the tires went in to get them rotated for the first time and i was surprised that uh they told me they were all low because i replaced them with uh, a bigger or better tire than it was on there the pressure on the original tires for their memory was i think 34 35 whatever 32 and the the Goodyear's are um, 38, and I never got a notice. Does that? Can you get the memory changed in the computer to reflect the tires that you have? Well, you, you don't need to run them at 38. You probably want to run them at the specified pressure that's that's in the door. Yeah, and because well, the, max yeah, pressure these, is. These are different, you know. Um, the tire pressure on the original ones were like 34, 35. 
these are uh, the tire pressures on these are 38. So I guess what I'm saying is, can you get that memory adjusted to reflect 38 so you get a notification? Oh, uh, can you can you change the original memory that, set in the computer? Weren't you telling? Weren't we talking about that earlier with the when you get to lift the bigger tires that you have to go back in and change? Um, on the pressure, so your minimum pressure. I don't know that there's an adjustment because it's a, a a cord, Camry, Camry, a oh, Camry. Camry. Okay. I don't know that there's any adjustment it's on a 19. Yeah, I don't because usually they'll come on at like 27 and and you should or 26 psi or something like that. And right. I mean, and you should be fine with that low pressure warning because I mean, if you're anything over 25, you're you know, I mean. It's, it's it not shouldn't that big set of off if you're going 38 or 40. Right. Yeah. No, what I'm saying is it never never went off. You want to adjust your minimum pressure yeah, higher. Yeah, make the minimum pressure higher, oh, and uh, they weren't sure about that, so I thought I'd call you. Yeah, and, and you know, and just they said they were low, but 32, I wouldn't even consider that being low, no. even if the tire's you know says 38 or whatever but i mean you're you're fine running them at right that 35 and if they drop below the 28 or 26 psi then they'll turn the light on then that's when there would be more of a concern okay all right well thank you take right. care you're welcome Bye. thanks you too i think that yeah. is kind of what he was asking i think so yeah I, I, but i, I wouldn't I don't know if you can change that in i the, right i don't i don't know that you can i yeah. You can change the type of tire you have or the size. Yeah. Different manufacturers on my 04 Suburban, I can cha I with the Tech 2, I can actually get in and adjust the tire minimum size. tire pressure, not the tire size. I can't change the tire size for the vehicle, but I can adjust the tire pressure for what tires I have on it. So it came with passenger tires on it, so you know, the range was, you know, whatever 35 or whatever. But I run 55 in them because I run the light trucks and the E's on them. So um, I could actually do that. I, I thought you could change the tire size so we can change the speedometer speed. It didn't support, right, the Tech 2 did not support or the software in the vehicle didn't support changing the tire size. But the pressure was adjustable for that vehicle. Hmm. Which, but it's an 04, so that was before they were required to have the low tire or the tire pressure monitoring system. So, I mean, just stuff you run across that nobody ever has. Right. <laughs> nobody ever needs Like to. the key in the fob. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. All right, Gene, how you doing? Hello. Hi, Gene? Yeah, hi. How's it going? Hi. What you got? You got a question? Uh, uh, a disincentive for people stealing the car. Okay. And that is very simple. Drive a stick shift. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that would knock out about 90% of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I'm surprised how many people do not know how to drive a stick shift these days. Right? Yeah. And, you know, I understand why there aren't any, any vehicles available. Although, I am going to look at one of those new Broncos, which is available with a seven-speed stick shift. Huh. It has the it has the crawler speed built into it. Okay. Hmm. So that's, that's interesting. Gonna a, that's going to be a neat vehicle. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and you know, with Ford coming out with a new vehicle with a stick shift, that's saying something. I think there's a market for them if they would just 
you know, charge more money for it. You know, whatever. Sure. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, I've got uh, two cars. One of them is an O2 Explorer, which I was interesting and in, interested in your insurance discussion before about older ones. Uh, and I tow that behind my motorhome, and it is a stick shift. And I bought it specifically because it was the last year that they built an Explorer with a stick shift. Mm. Yeah. 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 So anyway. Thank you, guys. Thank you for your show. I enjoy it. Listen to it. Try to every Saturday anyway. Oh, appreciate that. Thanks yeah. for calling in. Okay. Have a great okay, weekend. We'll Good luck with that Bronco. Bye-bye. Yeah. Thanks, Gene. Thank you. Bye. Yeah. All right. With that, we have three lines open, 303-477-5600. Give us a call. Um, what, we need to take a break. Yeah, you're right. Why don't we go ahead and take a break? And we've got 15 minutes left, so you're listening to Drive Radio on KLZ 560. At Napa, we're always trying to make the great parts we sell even better. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes. And every Napa part is covered by a warranty good at any of our 6,000 Napa Auto Parts stores. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store, but we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. Go to NapaOnline.com for a location nearest you. Napa, get the good stuff. You listen to Drive Radio because you have a lot of questions about your car. You have questions about what kind of oil to use, what the best tires are, where to get the best parts. But have you ever asked what will happen to your car after you die? Did you know that if you don't have a will that specifically states what will happen, a probate judge will order your family to split your car evenly? And because you can't cut up a car into pieces, your family will be forced to sell it and just split the money. According to Michael Bailey, the mobile estate planner, it is estimated that two out of three people don't have a proper will in place. And oftentimes, things like your favorite classic car are accidentally forgotten completely. Michael understands that the only way to be absolutely certain that all of your final wishes will be honored is to take a small amount of time to talk about it. 720-394-6887. 720-394-6887. Call Michael Bailey, the mobile estate planner, right now to set up a free consultation and make absolutely sure that you don't leave anything to chance. Few things are life-changing. Your wedding day, the birth of a child, an oil change. Wait, what? Yes, an oil change can change your life if it comes with a peace of mind that if your engine, including the fuel system, fails, you're covered for life. The BG Performance Oil Change comes with free lifetime protection for your engine and fuel system. Find a shop near you at BGFindAShop.com. That's BGFindAShop.com. BG. John Rush personally uses Novus Auto Glass to maintain his fleet of company trucks. All of his trucks tend to be in the same place at the same time on Friday mornings. So every Friday morning without fail, John's local Novus guy comes by to check all of the windshields on his company fleet. That's at least 50 different windshields. On the spot, any new little chip or crack gets immediately repaired. Since John self-insures his glass repair and replacement, Novus offers him a discounted cash price. Even more importantly, John saves a lot of money in the long run by repairing those chips and cracks immediately instead of waiting to replace all of those windshields down the road. He'd much rather pay $40 or $50 per vehicle for regular repairs than pay hundreds or even thousands of dollars to replace each of those windshields. Take care of your company vehicles. Visit drive-radio.com slash Novus now and schedule regular maintenance for your fleet. Novus Autoglass, the inventors of windshield repair. Okay. 
You're listening to Drive Radio, and we got one line open, 303-477-5600. And we're going to go right to there with Richard. How you doing, Richard? Well, I'm doing fine. <clears throat> What's the uh, frequency of successful auto theft on, uh, say, 2010 to 2015 Toyota Highlander that has the uh, push-button start, but you got to have a key fob um, also? Hmm. Um, I didn't see any of the Highlanders in the... In, in the, the top, list. yeah, on the in top the top 10. ten, right? Well, well, I think a lot of Toyota models, maybe the Rav Four and and some of the other sedans, uh, you know, they have that kind of that crazy uh, system on them. And I, uh, but you didn't see any in in uh, your research there. No, there were still a lot of um, Hondas, uh, Chevys, Fords. I didn't see. Okay, I've seen some Hyundai's. Um, All right, but not the uh, not the Toyota. Uh, line of crossovers yeah no no i didn't see too many in there no on that no right. they're all on that other list forbes <laughs> they're still running <laughs> they're, <laughs> okay yeah, thank you uh, very much all right. you appreciate it thanks richard all right with that we got two lines open 303-477-5600 and john from denver how you doing john oh i'm better than i deserve how are you doing today same <laughs> great I've got a 1990 Acura Integra, and the dealer is saying that I've got a failed pro-portion valve, and they're saying it's a really bad leak. Now, if, I wonder, are they just blowing smoke, or could that be? Because you know, I haven't noticed any brake problems for the last, actually, three months, and I would think it's as bad as they would say that, that I would be having brake failure and puddles under the car, and I'm not noticing that, so... Uh, what's your experience with that system on that car? Well, first of all, you said 1990? Yeah, I know it's a dinosaur. <laughs> no, that's okay. Well, I'm surprised the dealer even looked at it. Yeah. <laughs> really, but <laughs> yeah. Um, but you haven't gone low on brake fluid or anything then, huh? Well, if it's low, it's not low enough to keep the system from operating in the way they're talking. It, it, it sounds like it would be. Well, it could, it could be leaking inside. Sometimes they leak inside on the pedal, and you would see it on your carpet, possibly. But it's the proportioning okay. valve that they were saying that was leaking? Yeah, that's what the they master call cylinder. It. But that's Pro inside the master cylinder, isn't it? The proportion valve? Oh, maybe. Maybe not on that year. Maybe I can't not. remember the yeah. back. Yeah, I can't remember either. Um, hmm, interesting. You know, you could get a second opinion, you know, and, and take it to someone else and have them take a look at it. Because if you're not having any problems with it, you know, is that an option for you? Oh, sure. Yeah, like, uh, well, John talks about Tentech. Tune Tech? Oh, okay. They, yeah. They He's sitting right here. Yeah, Ken's yeah. sitting right here. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And, yeah, so I wonder if that has that electronic braking system on it that, I don't know. Um, anyway, yeah, but we, we could sure take a peek at that, John. I mean, uh, yeah. see see if it's a concern or i mean any brake fluid leaking is definitely a concern but uh, you know if you haven't had any issues it's hard to say what's all going on there or did it just spill from the you know from the top or uh, who knows yeah exactly but yeah the yeah it's kind of definitely kind of on an old, older side but yeah we definitely take a look and see what's going on there so it was a 1990 hang on a second it was a 1990 uh-huh um what make again? I'm sorry. Acura Integra. Uh, that's all right. Acura Integra? Oh, I don't remember. 
Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, there's just always uh, something there that. How many miles do you have on it? 162K. Wow. Oh, okay. That's hardly anything. Yeah. I don't think it had an electronic. That's that's funny, and you're not having any brake problems whatsoever. Well, not that I can discern. Well, okay. you're the driver; you would know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. Not well, not anything. It's you know, jumping out at me. Because when you start to brake on that, you know, you eventually you wear the pads down. It it'll lower the brake fluid, and I don't know if that's what they're. I don't know why they would think. Because if you're losing brake fluid, it you'll know it because your pedal will drop to the floor if you have a leak. Yeah. And uh, you don't have that happening. No, I mean, the pedal movement, well, I noticed it has been a little bit less than optimal, but it didn't, it seemed like enough that, you know, I was concerned about it. Right. Well, and, yeah, so... Yeah, it's just so hard to say. And I guess bigger issue: did they even were they even able to give you an estimate on it? Because Five. like on replacing it, they said they called every Acura dealer. Supposedly communicated with every Acura dealer in the United States, and they said there was only one that had that part. <laughs> oh yeah, right. Well, that's what I was getting at. If they were able to give you a, <laughs> an estimate, then maybe a part is still available. But I would be real concerned that yeah, parts are obsolete on that. Uh, Five hundred eighty-six dollars to purchase the part and install it. They said. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, that's if that's the last one that <laughs> that might be your. Uh, I mean, it's just hard to say, John. Yeah, what we've got going on there, but. Yeah, I would definitely get a second opinion before I start spending that kind of money. Right, exactly. To see what's wrong with it. And and even if they tried to order that, we've seen if they're only showing one in the United States, it might not even be available, but hard to say. Uh, where's Tentac located? We're at Colfax in 225 area. Okay. And I can give you my phone number if you'd like. Sure. Yeah, go ahead. It's 303-364. Okay. Three three nine one. Okay. Yeah. Now you've you've been around a long time. You're what? You're a good, experienced mechanic. I understand. Well, thanks. Yeah, been there for thirty three years, I guess. So. Yeah, I got some. How we're doing? Yeah, okay. Got a <laughs> got a few years under my belt. Yep. So yeah. He's got some skin in the game, as we say. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you see Do you see many cars as old as mine nowadays? No, we typically stay away from them <laughs> because <laughs> because of not being able to find parts and and information too because i mean they're yeah it I, I found a picture of it but it um you know it doesn't give me a lot of a lot of information on you know anything else on it so it's but a, you don't know if they went to napa to look at the party well right yeah we don't know if it was you know available aftermarket or anything like that because dealers don't usually shop aftermarket so had a 95 Subaru that got stolen, and the uh, cable that uh, releases the hood latch broke, and they couldn't find a part for it, so the mechanic uh, fabricated one. Yeah. Yep. At the dealer, or? I would, no, just a private garage. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. they'll do more than that. You know, we do, independents do a lot more than what the dealer would do, I think. Sure. You know. Especially on older vehicles, so. Yeah. There's a well, guy in my car, car club, he had an old, like a 
1911 Rolls uh, Silver Ghost, and they were on a, a road trip, and uh, the radiator cap flew off, and they couldn't find it, so they, they went to a private garage, and they, uh, they fabricated another radiator cap out of an old automobile steering wheel hub. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, funny. Yeah, you do what you have to do in some cases. That's right. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for your time. I enjoy your show. You guys do a good job. Well, right. thanks, John. Well, thanks yeah, give in. me a call Monday. We'll see what we can get figured out. Very good. Thank All you. Right. Thank right. you. Thanks. All right. With that, we got a line open, and you can be the last caller in. But, Paul, thanks for coming in today. That I was appreciate fun. it. Yeah. We, we covered everything. We did, didn't we? Water leaks, water sensors, pole barns, yeah. auto theft. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Tire pressure. <laughs> Have you seen a lot of auto thefts calling into you or not really? I can think of I had a a, Hun, a Honda Accord a couple weeks ago, about a month ago, that they never recovered and then that truck. Okay. From back in December. But as far as I know, just two. Yeah. Okay. I, I, you don't see a whole lot. It's more the one in Golden was weird because it's you know, you're in a really nice neighborhood and you're kinda mm-hmm. tucked all the way back in Table Rock. Yeah. So it's not like you're on a busy street in Denver. Right. Yeah, Seems so. like it'd be easier in Denver, Aurora, you know, or something like that, or any cities that just on the just regular neighborhood. Opportunity, driving yeah. down the road, they, well, there it is. When you're yeah. a destination, like where you live, if you're a destination, so if somebody steals something, they know what's going on out there to where if it's in Denver, you're like, oh, there's a 1990 Acura. Just driving we'll Come by. back tomorrow and pick it up because it's always parked here you know like our neighborhood next door as soon as they see someone going by everybody's posting on next door hey did you see that strange car coming through you know (laughs) (laughs) just my insurance guy (laughs) yeah 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 don't shoot him please (laughs) yeah hey do you see dennis walking his dog (laughs) yeah i'm serious i mean we have dogs get out everybody's posting on that oh sure yeah well, it's yeah. kind of neat that that's kind of coming back around like the old neighborhood watch yeah you know everybody watching everybody's houses and almost too much yeah 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 yeah, I don't like the way he's got this done, you know. Okay. <laughs> like the burbs, everybody thinks something's going on. Yeah, yeah, right. so you got to be careful. Well, it's like so. you notice the police went through the neighborhood. I wonder what they're doing out here. That's weird. I haven't oh, yeah. seen them in a year. And that's the <laughs> other thing. Everybody will complain about speeding in the neighborhood, and then they post it on next door. Oh, there's a cop sitting here checking <laughs> yeah. everybody. So then what good does that do? <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, well, uh, Ken, thanks funny. for coming in. Oh, good, that's great. Good doing yeah. with you. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Larry, too. thank you for doing the calls. And Charlie, thank you. And uh, Paul, thanks. And with that, you know, let's uh, – uh, Hopefully, John will be back next week. We're not sure. If he isn't, I'll be here to fill in. So cool. thank you for listening to Drive Radio on KLZ 560. Still haven't had enough? Go to drive-radio.com. Email your questions and comments. Download previous programs and find lots of useful information, including your nearest Colorado Select Auto Care Center. That's drive-radio.com. Thanks for listening to Drive Radio, sponsored by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers on KLZ 560.